when you allow somebody in your circle to dishonor the man or the woman of God that he has put you under, then you are actually right there. Right there. You didn't shut it down. So what you don't shut down is going to shut you down. you got to shut certain things down. you got to silence certain things that if you don't, are going to spread like wildfire. And the Lord says, who do I look to? Where did this start? And you don't want him to say it started with you. says in Hebrews 10 uh, 36 it says for you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God you may receive the promise you have need of endurance so that after you've done the will of God you may receive the promise okay there are promises that God has made for us he's made promises in his word and there are specific promises that he has made for us personally we all have them and the Bible tells us you have need for endurance we're going to read over in a moment here um, a portion of scripture in Exodus where where Moses was up on the mountain and he was receiving from the spirit of the living God and he was in this beautiful time of glory but just under at the base of that mountain there was something else going on so there was something else going on that wasn't quite as glorious as what was happening at the top of the mountain, right? And so we're going to talk about that here in a moment, but before we get to Exodus 32, we want to look at Hebrews 10.36. We need to persevere so that when we've done the will of God, say, I'm going to do the will of God, and that will of God is going to require me to persevere, and I'm going to persevere. You guys are a bunch of persevering saints that you're not going to allow a setback or a even a long haul to take you out of the place that God has promised you. There's promise in the provision. So there's promise in the provision. And that provision is mine in Jesus' name because his word does not lie. And so that scripture is actually can be coupled with Hebrews 6, 12. Through faith and patience we inherit the promises of God. So it's not just your faith, but it's your patience. Say it's patience. When patience is required, I will make sure that I walk in patience. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So Aaron, let's go over to Exodus 32, because Aaron should have known better. You guys, Aaron was the priest. We've already established that. We've already talked about this, right? But Aaron gave in to the pressure around him. Don't that be you? Don't that be any of you in this place? Aaron gave in to the pressure around him, and he shortchanged, not just himself, but he ended up shortchanging everybody else that was all around him, right? Aaron should have known better. Because he was a priest, and God had given him special instructions as to what to do, and he was supposed to lead people in the right path, not the wrong path, right? But instead, Aaron gave in, and he fashioned a golden calf of idolatry, and then he allowed idol worship in his presence. And then he lied about it. Yeah. Yep, then he lied about it. So let's turn to Exodus 32, and I'm going to read starting in verse 1, 1 through 5. Let me get to it real quick. Okay. So, 1 through 5. Now when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, people gathered together to Aaron. So Moses was up on the mountain, but when the people down at the base of the mountain saw him, what's the delay? Why is this taking so long? Let me tell you something. Sometimes God does things and it takes a while. Don't allow the delay in your response to or in an answer to prayer take you off track or cause you to think delay, delay is denial. It's not denial necessarily, but it is God's provision in you that's actually being manifest right now, right? The, the delay is actually unto something. Most people say, oh, well, it's a delay. It must be a no. 
And they give up, but or they or they allow the 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 enemy's ways to plague their mind, and then their minds don't stay fixed and focused on the word of God. It's with patience and faith. It's patience and faith that we're going to receive the promises of God. So here they were at the base of the mountain, and they were getting impatient. Say they were getting impatient. But at the top of the mountain, there was glory. Do you know that you can be in a place where you can be even in your own home, and there can be you and your quiet time with the Lord, and it can be just awesome. You and your quiet time with the Lord, it can be glorious. You and your quiet time with the Lord, it can be just this incredible encounter, but in the other room, downstairs and around the hall, it can be completely different. Who knows what I'm talking about? You can be experiencing such divine connection with the Lord, but down the hall, down downstairs and around the hall, or in the, in the house next door. Come on, somebody. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. It could be even next door. It could be in the next room. But in your room, there's glory happening. There's God's power happening. God is revealing and releasing His treasures from heaven that's happening. But let me tell you something. Just because it's happening in your corner doesn't mean down the road it isn't happening. for Something else is happening for somebody else. That's the story here. Moses was encountering this glorious divine presence. Don't you know that God wanted that for all of them? God wanted that for all of them. It was just a foretaste. This was just the beginning. God says, I'm going to release this to Moses. Aaron had an instruction. He had a job to do. He didn't do what he was called to do. He shortchanged himself and he shortchanged these people as well because there was a delay and the people got weary in the delay. See, I'm not going to get weary in the delay. When the answers are not coming the way I thought they were going to come or on the timetable that I thought they were going to come, I'm not going to be weary in the delay. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so here, yeah, let's see here. Now when the, when the people saw that Moses delayed in coming down from the mountain, the people gathered together, they, they gathered to Aaron and they said, come, make us a God, make us gods, that, that shall go before us. Wow, how quick we forget. Yes. So that we should go, that they should go before us. It says, for as for this Moses, as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what's come of him. What's become of him? And so Aaron said, break off the golden earrings. Right there was his opportunity to actually stand up and make a difference. Right there was his opportunity when there is a question, when someone questions the love of God in you, the power of God in you, when someone questions you and says, why do you go there? Why do you go to that church? You know, that happens all the time. What? You go to a church where there was a woman preaching and they'll question you. And what do you say? Do you stand up and defend it based on the word of God or do you cower? See, Mo Aaron was supposed to defend what God was doing through Moses. Aaron was supposed to be the mouthpiece and speak forth truth but instead he allowed the pressure of the people to actually manipulate him but you know what God held Aaron responsible not just the people that were manipulating him I hope somebody is hearing me today because this is true in very many very many circles so Aaron said break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives your sons your daughters and bring them to me and so all the people broke off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron and he received the gold he received the gold from their hands, and he fashioned it. Say, he fashioned it. In other words, he molded something. He made something. And it says he fashioned it with an engraving tool, and then he molded a calf. And then he said, this is your God. This is your God. Are you kidding? Wow. How fast? 
fast and how low can we sink? This is your God. But it happens all the time. Oh, but it happens all the time. It may not be a gold piece of gold that's being being given and you may not be fashioning some literal, you may not be sculpting something with your hands that turns out to be a calf, but it happens all the time. Amen. And you don't even know. Sometimes you're not even aware until God makes you aware. Until God makes you aware. When you recognize you've taken your eyes off of the fact that God is not just the God of the mountains, but he's also the God in the valleys. When you recognize and you keep your eyes on the fact that God never leaves me. And so therefore, no matter what's going on, I'm not going to allow anybody's tactics to get my mind, my, my eyes, my heart off of the fact that God is an ever-present help in time. Amen. I'm not going to allow any tactics to cause my heart to worship an idol when God says, I have given you my best in my son, Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. It takes being separate, sold out, separate, like yeah. a remnant one. And I know that you are one. And you have said, oh, I just want more. I just want to be drunk in your spirit. I don't care what this world has to offer. Lord Jesus, I just want more. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use yeah. me for your glory, Lord. Because you've said that, woman of God. You have said that, and I can see it time and time again. You yeah. continue to break. You continue to just like, you know, you continue to stand there in his presence. And you just, oh, my goodness. I'm going to ask you to stand up. Because, Father, I know you're doing something within her. She came up and asked for healing. but I, And I believe God is healing you. I believe he has healed you. But he's done something. Has he healed your stomach? Yes, praise God. Another testimony. Hallelujah. Another testimony. How about your back? Did he heal your back? Glory to God. Look at that. Because we didn't know. I didn't ask her. Glory to God. But I believe God's doing something else. I'm going to have everybody extend their hands. Woman of God, you're called. Father, you know the desires that you put in her heart. And even as in this story, they got impatient and they, they, they got impatient. They took matters into their own hands. That's not her story. That is not her story. She is focused on truth. The truth is, is that you have called her as a woman of God in this generation and you will see everything through. The Lord says, I just want you to take that step of faith. I just want you to know that I am with you. I want you to know that I have nations that are coming forth out of your belly. I see your stomach and I see God says there are nations coming out of your belly and it's going to be the fruit of your womb but it's also going to be the fruit of your doom. In other words, there are going to be children that are born from not just your womb, but children that God is going to cause you to speak life to, and they're going to have a spiritual birth, and they're going to go forth to the nations. I thank you, Lord God. Mouthpieces, 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 stemming forth from you, woman of God. Wow, the hunger that God has placed within you. That's God's hunger. And he's placed Amen. it on the inside of us. Amen. That's God's hunger. Amen. You know, we can't manufacture that. It's God-given. It's God-given. Say, it's God-given. So in other words, we don't, even, we don't even take credit. We don't glory in ourselves. We don't go, look how hungry I am. Look at how desperate I am. So desperate for Jesus. That's pride. That's pride. And we know that what God does with the proud, right? Little baby, baby, I don't stand. Yeah, it's definitely humbling. Oh, Lord, but your bride is so hungry. Yeah. So hungry. 
Darlene. Every false word that was spoken over you, I cancel it right now. Every witchcraft assignment that was meant to keep you bound and get you off track, I cancel it right now. I'm seeing something right now, but I'm seeing something from many years ago. It's not current. And right now, that snake, I rebuke it. I cancel it. I command right now, the assignments right now that kept you bound and kept you. But you have a humble heart. You have a humble heart. But, and, and because you have a humble heart, God has kept you standing. But that doesn't mean that that serpent-like spirit is not active. So I cancel right now that serpent-like spirit that is trying to stop the will of God and the fullness of God in your life. I command right now that thing to be eradicated. Every lie fall to the ground and bear no fruit. Every lie that's been spoken over you, that's been whispered, and you have not really known what to do with it, and because of the humility within you, you just you didn't know, so you just left it alone. But I cancel it right now in Jesus' name, and I decree right now the fullness of God's glory in your life and the fullness of God's um, anointing in your life today. Yes. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I just have to be obedient and do what God tells me to do. Amen. I have to be obedient and Amen. do what God tells me to do. When I see something like that, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call it out. But that's to, that's to liberate you, beautiful one. That's to liberate you because I'm not going to allow some serpent. And it came, and I, I see, I see it very clearly, by the way. I see it very clearly. I see who it came from. I see a face. It falls to the ground now. Any agreement inside, I command it to be loosed from her now. Even unknowing and unsuspecting, it goes now. Amen. Freedom over you. Yes. Hallelujah. Exodus 32. He received the gold, he fashioned it. He made a golden calf. Then he said, this is your God. This is the God that led you out of Egypt. Lie, somebody say lie. lie. And Aaron, when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation, and he said, tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Let's jump over to verse 21. We're going to read 21 through 26. Moses said to Aaron, what did this people do to you that you have brought so great a sin upon them? In other words, who has bewitched you? Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Do you know whose job it is to keep their spirit clean? Ours. It is my job to keep my spirit clean. It is your job to keep your spirit clean. It is our job to keep our life clean. You want to move in the anointing of God? Keep your life clean. You want to move in the power of God? Keep your life pure. Keep your heart pure. It is your job to keep your heart pure. It's not somebody else. He says, who's done this? We do it. When we allow something that's not of God to creep in. But I believe I'm talking to a group of people that are so hungry for truth and hungry for the purity of God's yes. word. Hungry for the purity of God's word. That say, Lord, 
here's the area that I continue to fall in, but Lord, I continue to give it to you. Because Lord, I know that if I continue to give it to you, you continue to rescue me. You continue to lift me up. You continue to show me the way to go. You don't get impatient with me. You don't say, that's it, that's enough. He's a consistent God, ever-present God. He is faithful and he never, ever, ever leaves us, nor does he forsake us. So even in the areas that you might say, oh, but Lord, in this area. But if you just keep on giving it to him, oh, God sees it. And he says, I see, and I'm here, and I will help you with that. Because I see that your heart is so sold out to me. I see that. That's what, that's what God is saying. I see that upon you. Your heart is sold out. And so he says, so Aaron said, do not let the anger of my Lord become hot. You know the people that they are set on evil. Look at this. Like my heart just grieves when I read this. Because see, instead of saying, you know what, I did it, it's me, I repent. Instead of just confessing, you know, you're just one, you know, you're just like one repentance away from freedom. You're just one repentance away from freedom. People just go through all this rigmarole. Honestly, if you were just me, Lord, forgive me, God. It was me. I did it. Forgive me, Lord. One repentance away from freedom. And instead he comes up with this whole story. He lies. He, we know he's not the only one. Remember what happened to Saul? He saw King Saul could not just say it's me. It's this person and it's that person. But the kingdom was taken from him. And so that's what the story reminds me of. And he said here, these people are set on evil. They said, listen to what he said. For they said to me, make us gods that shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what's become of him. Yeah, partial truth is still a lie though. And I said... Whoever has any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it to me, and I cast it into the fire, and this calf came out. Wow. And who do you think is going to believe you? Because in, this, in the very first section of Scripture, you fashioned it with your hands. You actually molded that calf. You don't just throw gold into the fire and poof, something comes out. But he actually thought that that would work. Can you believe it? So not only do you sin, but then you lie on top of it. How hardened has your heart become, Aaron? How hardened? That's a scary thing. That's a scary thing to feel like you can go ahead and lie and then lie again to the man of God. Moses was a man of God. And he is lying to the man of God. But he's really lying to God. And he's really sinning against God. Let's finish reading here this, this section. Verse 25, when Moses, now when Moses saw that the people were unrestrained, for Aaron had not restrained them, he says, to their shame among their enemies, and then Moses stood in the entrance of the camp, whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together to him. And the story goes on, but we're going to put a pause right there. Moses didn't restrain them. Do you know, it is our job to restrain ourselves. Yeah. Holy Spirit, Spirit of self-control. Yeah. Today, I believe 
that God is saying, because I don't believe this is your story, at least not currently, it may have been your past story, but I do believe that God wants you to be equipped to be people that are going to be able to walk higher. See, there's the kingdom of heaven, and God wants to release this kingdom to those that he can trust, those that are going to not be afraid to call out sin when it, they see sin, even yeah. in, and of course, starting with themselves, right? Yeah. Always starting in themselves. So four points to hold on to, just based on what we just read here. Number one, keep your eyes on Jesus, not on people. Keep your eyes on Jesus, not on people. Don't put your eyes on me and don't make me an idol. I've told you that in the past. Do not make me an idol. Because as much as I love God, I'm still a human being. That's right. So don't make me an idol. Don't make anybody else an idol. Because as much as they love God, they're still a human being. We keep our eyes on Jesus. Amen? Amen? We don't worship people. We worship Jesus. We don't worship the gift and we don't worship the anointing. We worship Jesus. But you do see a culture that wants to worship a person if they see the anointing. God forbid. It will not happen in this house. Because I cringe when I see something like that. When somebody wants to worship the gift and the person that has that gift or the anointing and the person that has that anointing that is a scary thing in my mind yeah. it is a scary thing so keep your eyes on Jesus Amen. not on an individual People put their eyes on Aaron, Amen. they had their eyes on Moses, and because they had their eyes on Moses instead of their eyes on God, they ended up falling. Yeah. They ended up saying, wow, how long is this guy going to be gone? How long is this time shut up in the glory? My goodness, isn't a day or two good enough? Isn't a week or two good enough? 40 days? Come on, what are they doing up there? And we see the cloud, and we see the thunder, and we see, we see the spectacular happening, but how long is he going to be? You know what? I don't think he's coming back. They took their eyes off of Christ, right? Yeah. Off of God. So do not take your eyes off of Jesus. Number two, hold on to the promises of God. And we started with this part, part of scripture. Your faithful patience, your faithful patience will be what is required to receiving God's fullness. How many of you are still believing for something that God has promised you? Right? Many of us, probably all of us, but hang on to Hebrews 10, 36. Your faithful patience will be what is required to receiving God's fullness. God's fullness. God doesn't shortchange us ever. He doesn't shortchange us. The only time we get shortchanged is when we remove ourselves or when we walk in a manner not of God. We then become shortchanged. But there is no one to blame other than ourselves because it's not God that's doing it because God gives you the cattle on a thousand hills. He says that he, he says all every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights. He doesn't give you bad gifts, right? He gives you what is good. So we want to keep our eyes on Jesus. We want to hold on to the promises through faithful patience. Say faithful patience. Faithful. People go, oh, patience. Faithful patience. Faithful. In other words, I'm going, to be, I'm going to be faithful in being patient. Amen. I'm going to be faithful in being patient. And then number three, what you don't shut down may shut you down. What you don't shut down... Yes. has the potential to shut you down. Aaron was a high priest, was he not? And he knew better. Aaron knew better. But Aaron didn't shut it down, did he? He allowed the people to do what? Well, he allowed them to get impatient. He allowed them to make these requests. He actually allowed them to defy their leader, which was Moses. He actually allowed them to be obstinate against their leader. Well, you know what? I don't know how long he's taken. And you know what? When you allow somebody in your circle to dishonor the man or the woman of God that he has put you under, then you are actually right there. Right there. You didn't shut it down. So what you don't shut down is going to shut you down. you got to shut certain things down. you got to silence certain things. But if you don't, 
out are going to spread like wildfire. And the Lord says, who do I look to? Where did this start? And you don't want him to say it started with you. I hope somebody's hearing me. You hear it. Amen. And then number, number four, delay. And I said this one already, but delay is not denial. But it is an opportunity to forge strength through the waiting. Forging strength through the waiting. So I looked up the word forge. You know, because there's, there's glory in, in God's power, but there's a forging. Your forging may feel uncomfortable, you know, but it must. Say it must. Amen. The forging may feel uncomfortable, but it must be uncomfortable for the gold to come forth. So to forge is to shape or to mold by heat. It's to shape or to form by heat. And not just heat, but beating or hammering. Okay, yeah. to forge something is to really make it happen. And if that was you, that might mean, might mean there's some pain involved. No amens there. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> what you allow the Lord to create or to forge through you will last for an eternity. Amen. This is what is so good about the forging. Amen. What you allow the Lord to forge through you, you're allowing God to mold you and to shape you as one that's faithful to his promises Amen. to come to pass. In other words, you're faithful and holding on to his word, right? When you allow God's forging to mold you and to make you into who God has called you to be, that is for an eternity and not just that but you're going to be a blessing to everyone that's around you because now you've got something to give to somebody you're not just fly by night you're not here today gone tomorrow and you're not some rising star that just shot up but then it went down as fast as it came up like a shooting star right you're actually going to be fixed say my feet are planted my feet are planted on the word of God. I am not going to shift like a shifting shadow. When I said yes to Jesus, I meant it. And so, Lord, no matter what forging needs to happen in my life, I say yes and amen. Yes and amen. For, does, do I have three people that say yes and amen here? How many people say yes and amen? Okay, that's better. Everybody, praise the Lord. Yeah, because you know what? We just want... None of me, none of us, but all of you, Father God, teach us to honor your presence. Teach us to honor your word. Teach us to be people that are steadfast. No matter, even if we're the only ones and we've got all these people around us saying, how long is God going to take in your story? You know what? Why don't you just come on over here? Why don't you come over here and do this instead? How long is it going to take till God heals you? Why don't you just come on over here and do this Reiki Healing. It's not healing. It's 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 Reiki junk. Yeah. <laughs> well, seriously, it is actually it's demonic, and you are opening yourself up to demonic spirits, and you are opening yourself up to all manner of evil and pain you didn't even have at this moment. It'll come later because you open yourself up to spirits. So I just use that as an example. But there are so many. We don't want to be impatient.